Welcome to the Philly AdCast, informing and engaging the advertising community. Powered by Alchemy X and the Philly Ad Club. Here's your host, Bjorn Henriquez. Welcome to episode seven of the Philly AdCast with your host, Bjorn Henriquez, and our guest this month, president of Team Toyota and the Tri-State Toyota Dealers Association, Paul Muller. Thanks for joining us this month. Thanks for having me. I appreciate uh, great, it. Great, great. Thank you. I, I, have, I have a whole list of questions here to get to. Oh, great. Primarily, you know, we'll, we'll get to um, what we're really here to talk about and is, is how um, you're partnering with the Philly Ad Club to help benefit our, our, um, our uh, younger high school students in the area and provide them with, uh, with some help and assistance moving forward with their college education. But being as though you've been in the business for over 35 years, I figured you have some wisdom to bestow upon us in terms of uh, marketing and advertising. Don't put too much pressure on me. <laughs> great. Well, we honored you as a mover and shaker not too long ago. And uh, it's a great speech. You'll, you'll be able to see the link in the show notes um, on YouTube. And uh, one of the things that stuck with me from that, uh, you said, and I quote, the difference between a successful person and a less successful person is their vision for the future. What's your vision for the future of Team Toyota and the auto industry as a whole? Uh, well, let's start with the auto industry. I mean, I think, uh, I think the future is bright. Um, you know, there's a lot of conversation these days about all the different things that, that uh, have come up in the last uh, five, six, seven, eight, ten years. Uber, Lyft, uh, ride sharing, uh, which has been around a while, but it's, mm-hmm. it's certainly picked up some steam, um, and different things like that. Uh, and certainly in an area like Philadelphia, and there's a lot, a lot of places where that makes a lot of sense. Right. Uh, you know, you live in a city, you don't really want to have a car. Um, so those things are, are perfect. And there are other places where uh, you live out in the middle of the country. Uber isn't exactly very practical. Right. You want to run to the store and you wait for an Uber and they'll be there in 30 minutes. <laughs> right. Meantime, you've starved to death. So it's, it's um, um, I, I think there's going to be pockets of that. Mm-hmm. But quite frankly, people still, uh, I think, have a, uh, ha- have a, a quest for ownership of things. Right. That I mean, I know more people are renting now than own, and I think that's probably more um, based on the economics of it than I don't want to own a house or own a condo. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, certainly a car is much more affordable than that. But there are, there are still those people, and I think it's the majority of people, that when I want to go somewhere, I want to go. Right. And I don't want to wait for a ride. I don't want to look for somebody else. I don't want to have to figure out how to work the radio or how to do this or how to do that. Um, so I don't think I think those things are are wonderful, and I think there's a place for them. But I don't think uh, in the next in my lifetime anyway. Although at my age that might not be too long, <laughs> but in the next thirty, forty people are just going to stop right. stop buying cars. No, um, and nothing's going to replace. I remember being in high school and and couldn't wait to take the driver's exam. Couldn't wait to get your first used car. Couldn't wait to get that sense of independence and. That ownership of a vehicle represents so much more than just the, the, the you know the practicality. A, a car itself and a car buying experience, quite frankly, is as much emotional as it is practical. Right. People come I in mean, if if it, if it was all just practical, everybody drive a Toyota Corolla. Great car, right. same color. Lots, exactly. I mean, <laughs> right. you wouldn't need colors. You wouldn't need models. You wouldn't need people because it gets you from A to A to B, and and it gets you there comfortably. Um, and and you're good to go. Mm-hmm. But people like different colors. They like different interiors. That 
I mean, especially today, I mean, everybody, it's all the, the bells and the whistles. I mean, the safety stuff is magnificent because right. that obviously saves lives and, mm -hmm. and it protects people. But, I mean, if you don't have uh, Apple CarPlay and, and uh, this, that, the other thing, and if you can't talk to your car and your car <laughs> doesn't talk to you, and, I mean, it's, I get in the cars and I mean, I can't figure out how to do anything. Um, <laughs> but that's what, that's what everybody wants. They mm -hmm. use their phone. They use their, you know, the phone plays through the car. Mm -hmm. they, they, we've got automatic stopping and starting, and you can start your car from your bed with your phone. Um, <laughs> right. And all that stuff, I mean, is great, but... That people still want, I, I think, I still think there's an emotional component, a big emotional component to, to buying an automobile. Definitely. Um, so I think, I think the car business in the, in the long run um, is going to be fine. Mm -hmm. uh, as far as my business, we have, we have three Toyota dealerships, um, and I have uh, three of my four sons uh, working with me there, and... Um, you know, we're doing just fine. I've had a lot of other dealerships that I bought and sold, and right. and Toyota's been sort of my, um, it was the first dealership I ever bought 30, 36 years ago, uh, and it's sort of been our our bread and butter, mm -hmm. and um, it, it gives me an opportunity to provide for my family and my, my sons to provide for their family, and um, they seem to like it, so we're, and we, and we get along, we get along fine. I had worked with my dad, uh, he was in a, the uh, the finance business, finance right? business yeah. set up banks to do business with automobile dealers. So I've been the son, oh, okay. working with the father. Mm -hmm. So now I'm the father <laughs> working, with the son. Working, working with the son. So it's uh, but it's my kids are in their you know mid to late forties. So it's not like right. you know we're brand new at this, right. um, and it's going to be their business. So right. fortunately, they're excited about it and they they do a nice job and giving me an opportunity to sort of come and go and just. Criticize and <laughs> annoy people, and then go home early. Right, right. So, do, do you think behaviors will change? Like, I remember um, never thinking certain things would be done online, like banking online. Uh, now you see different options where you can buy cars online. Do you ever see a point where people will be that comfortable to, to purchase yeah, I think a car? You, online? <laughs> yeah, there's. I mean, first of all, there's a there's a yeah, and that you have these new things that the Carvanas, and you can mm -hmm. buy a car online. Well, even like Hyundai, Honda has like a, a option on their website where you can just purchase. Oh yeah, you the car. can you yeah. can buy it, but the, yeah. trust me when I tell you, some somebody spends thirty, thirty five, forty, fifty thousand dollars for a car. They want to look at it, they exactly. want to see it, they want to smell it, they want to. You, you you mentioned that you've been been in the business for thirty six years. Um, just like we're looking at a new behavior where. Uh, we're looking at a path to purchase is different. So 90% of the research is done online before the people come into the dealership nowadays. Oh, sure. People are more informed nowadays. Absolutely. Uh, and I'm sure that's changing the, the sales dynamic a bit. But from an advertising standpoint, would you have ever thought that you would have access to so much data and demographic information and just all of this on your, no. on your customer base? Absolutely not. We, you know, sort of the, the the joke in the dealerships anymore is your front door, isn't your front door, your front door is is your computer. Yeah. Because people go online, they text you, they email you. Mm -hmm. they, so it's it's quite frankly, it's that was everybody's. Everybody was was afraid that that was going to ruin our business. People are going to know what we pay for a car. People, it quite frankly, it's it's been exactly the opposite. Mm -hmm. uh, when the customer comes in. 
uh, you used to, we call it a closing percentage. If you get 100 people in the door and you sell 20 of them, you're 20%. closing at yeah. 20%. All right, that used to be a good number. 20, 25, if you closed at 25, you were Superman. Mm. Okay, if you don't close today at 50, you're a knucklehead. Because so many people are coming in, they've already done their research. Right, right. The, and I'm quoting from somebody else, I mm -hmm. didn't come up with these numbers, but 15 years ago or 20 years ago, uh, a person visited four point, was either 4.5 or mm -hmm. 4.6 dealers before they bought a car. Mm -hmm. Now it's 1.3 because they sit at home in their pajamas, look at all the cars, look at all the dealerships, read about, they, everybody's got a review, everybody right. that tells you, you know, this guy's good, that guy's bad. They do all that, and then when they come in, they, they know the car, they know the, in many cases, especially the younger people, the model they want, the color they want, they've got a stock number. Right. Um, <laughs> and and it, quite frankly, it, it cuts out a lot of the malarkey that was, I guess the car business or any sales organization was famous for for years. Right. You know, the bait and switch and the this. The price is online. Right. So that's most reputable dealers. That's when you call and you get a price, that's the price. You, so when they come in, they know the price. They know the features of the car. They know the color. They know the, um, and I guess the statistic now is like 80, whatever the number, 85 or 87% of all the people that walk into your showroom have visited your website. Right. Now, it may just have been to get directions, to get a, a phone mm -hmm. number. Right. Uh, but many of them have, have emailed and asked questions and got numbers. Uh, a lot of them will, you know, make an appointment and come in. Some of them just, they get all the information and then they just sort of show up. So quite frankly, it's it's cut out. Hopefully it's shortened the, from our perspective, it's shortened the the buying process because they sort of, they've, they've started down the road. They've researched the dealership. Because we used to want to, you know, you, you tell a salesman, sell yourself, sell the dealership, and then sell the car. Because they can buy the car anywhere. If they right. don't like you and they don't like the dealership, right. they're not going to buy the car. Right. So online, they've looked at reviews from 53 of their friends and people they they don't know. Right. Um, they've looked at your all the pictures of your dealership. They've looked at all the pictures of the cars. Most dealerships, we do have a picture of every salesman. Every manager, every, right. so quite frankly, they know the guy. They know what he looks like mm -hmm. when they're coming in to uh, to talk to him. So right. it's for us, it's made the process uh, easier. I don't know if seamless is the right word, but it's it's certainly people are much more informed. And whoever I forget who used to do the size Sims, men's and boys, an informed consumer, <laughs> an informed consumer is our best customer. Right. It's the truth. Yeah, it's yeah. the truth because when you have to explain every little thing. It, it takes forever. And then they're, you know, why did it take so long? Well, you, you didn't understand anything. Now they've got all the all the information at their fingertips, especially young people. They know more about the cars than we do. <laughs> right, right. So so for you, in the, in the you said you sell yourself, sell the, the dealership, and then sell the car. Do you use advertising as a tool to more so sell um, the, the attributes of, of the dealership, highlight your salespeople? How, are, how is your advertising message adapting to that? Um, you're, I mean, we're still, we're still selling, we're selling the value of the car. Mm -hmm. it, it, most most uh, OEMs, most manufacturers, and Toyota is the same, have three levels of advertising. There's tier one, right. which is Toyota mm -hmm. National. There's tier two, which is our dealership association, the Tri-State Toyota Dealers Association. And tier three, is me. Mm -hmm. So 
Tier one, Toyota's basic job is to tell you all the models they have, all the things the cars can do, um, show you beauty shots of the car, you know, driving through the country right. with a good-looking right. car. On a mountain. Oh, yeah, all yeah. the things that make, that's where the emotional part of it comes in. Tier two is to get you further down the funnel right. so that I'm thinking about buying a car and the Tri-State Toyota Dealers Association are here and here's our locations and here's the cars and, and here's the incentives from Toyota. And then tier three, which is me, is to tell you why Team Toyota right. is the best place for you to buy a car and here's our pricing and here's how we do things. And that's when they sort of go online and look at your website. And keep in mind, while they're looking at all those commercials, all the things that we do uh, digitally that we never did when I first got, I mean, when you got into the business or mm -hmm. probably 15 years ago. Um, so is there all these people, to, including me, according to my wife, you're watching <laughs> TV and you have your iPad on your lap or your phone in your hand and, mm -hmm. and the Toyota ads are popping up and you're, you know, when you Google Toyota right. or you Google Team Toyota, you Google Camry. Right. And boo, you, you ask two questions and then you move on. Right. Well, for the next three months, every time you turn on your phone, yes. you're trying to find your girlfriend, you're trying, <laughs> here comes a Toyota head, and it's, right. and it's telling you it knows what you looked at and what right. you're interested in and what you, and that's everybody. That's mm -hmm. you buy a pair, look at shoes online, exactly. look at a house online, look at anything online. Mm -hmm. they, they track you like it's, it's like, they're like bloodhounds. You know, to answer your, you know, your original question about, it, it's a, it astonishes me, the information that we can get on people, know where they are in the buying cycle, uh, how long they've had their car. Um, quite frankly, you could figure out, they put all this information together mm -hmm. in where they live in the, you sort of know what they make. You know, I mean, it's, right, right. it's scary. Yeah. And certain things are, are certain uh, demographics, age, um, uh, you target the people based on what you think they, that neighborhood or that right. you know group might be right. might be looking for, so you're not wasting exactly. those dollars serving up a you know a Bentley right. to a guy in a you know a one a one bedroom apartment. Right. Yeah. Um, so it's 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 amazing, and I again I don't uh, profess to understand how most of it works, mm -hmm. but it does. Yeah, it does. No, that's great, and it's, it's great to see that. You know, um, uh, uh, that someone like yourself who's been in the business, who's seen the, the, the peaks and valleys, so to speak, or just the changes that come along and don't look at it as catastrophic. You look at, okay, how can we use this to our advantage? How, how can we adopt this? How is this going to make, you know, it better for the customer at the end of the day? My, you know, to go back to my, which I quote to my kids all the time, is the, you know, your vision of the future mm -hmm. and the, the difference between successful people and less successful people and the, the ending to that is, you know, you ask a successful person, what are you going to do in the future? They tell you what they're going to do in a year, five years, ten years. Right. You ask sometimes, they, and this is, uh, this is a broad brush, mm -hmm. a less successful person, they tell you what they're doing Friday night. Right. So those are things that I, I've tried to live by because, I mean, they're things I don't understand, but I, I recognize as you look around and you see how things are moving. I mean, the, the river's flowing. Right. So you're in a boat. You can either row against it, or you can just pick up the oars and relax and go with the, and go with the flow, exactly. because it's 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 going with or without you. Um, and I've, you know, I always joke to people, I haven't had an original thought since 1972. 
I look at what smart people do, do what successful people are right. doing, and I do that. Right. I don't need the credit. <laughs> yeah, you need the results. I'm old. I'm old. I don't. I don't need a challenge. I'm right. looking for a good time. So right. Um, so I wanted to definitely touch on, uh, uh, lastly but not least, uh, about um, uh, what you've done in our community here consistently over the years. Um, uh, some of the some of the philanthropic. Uh, uh, ventures and partnerships that you've done. Uh, you're partnering with the Philly Ad Club again this year mm-hmm. to help uh, uh, help in the efforts of our of our scholarship fund. And I just wanted to really uh, have you speak to that and, and what that means to you and and um, why that's been something you've been involved with for so long. Okay. First, just so we're, we're clear, that I'm, I, I do those things. I mean, I do things on my own for mm-hmm. my dealership. Oh, I'm person, sorry, on behalf but of, that's the on behalf of the tri-state. Of the tri-state. Yep. Toyota Dealers Association. And we're very fortunate. We're made up of uh, 25 dealers. Mm-hmm. There's uh, 25 dealerships. There's 17 dealers because I own three and somebody else owns two and somebody else. Um, and everybody sort of has the same feeling on doing things that are that are philanthropic along with, with our advertising, uh, our marketing. We recognize that we live in this, in this market. Mm-hmm. We raise our families in this market. Our employees live in this market. And we want to make sure we give back. So over the last, I've been the president of this thing, I think, for 25 years. Uh, and we've done, we've made some terrific partnerships and friendships. Uh, started with, with most of the stations that we do, or basically all of the stations we do business with, radio and TV. All the major sports teams uh, in Philadelphia, as I think you know, we do that... Um, we do our Toyota Tundra food Tundra, drive yeah, every yeah, year for yep. Phil Abundance. And as I've said a thousand times, there's not another city in the country where you could get every TV station, radio station, sports team, newspaper, digital group to do something. They all sponsor a truck. They, and this year, I think we did 365 or 375,000 pounds of food and had 75 Tundras um, driving down 95 and, and Delaware Avenue to deliver the food to Phil Abundance. So on that note, we, we try to do things that, um, that will benefit more than just a few people in the community, whether it's the, the, the food drive we do, and, and a lot of the things we do with our partners. Um, the Phillies have charities, the Eagles have charities, Sixers, right. Flyers, all the stations have their, have their charities and their things that, that they're enthusiastic about. So they do such a great job for us and helping us that we feel it's a great it's a great way to give back through our partners so it's not just necessarily the Toyota Dealers Association doing it's Toyota Dealers and ABC6 or mm-hmm. it's CBS3 or mm-hmm. or it's the Phillies or the Flyers or the Eagles um, and that makes it as I said these people after 25 years of doing this are my friends more than just my partners um, but you know it's a it, I think it's it's good for us. Uh, first of all, it, it puts a good light on us, mm-hmm. which you certainly want to do. Right. But it does uh, it, it helps people in the community. Um, and you know, as I've said to our guys, I mean, if you don't feel good about that, there's there's something wrong with it, right? Because right. that's really, you know, we're all doing pretty good, and mm-hmm. uh, we're very very fortunate this thing tonight with with uh, um, you know we're doing the um, save a life of the child right. of a child right. with McDonald's and and Chop and um, 
you know, you see those children and their parents and, and you, you're, you know, I'm blessed. You know, we talked about this before. So mm-hmm. it's it's incumbent on us to, you know, to give back and see that we can't uh, see what we can do to, to help other people. And which, quite frankly, makes makes you feel more blessed because you realize you're not you're not in that position so or that situation. So if you don't get involved, you can just sort of walk by. But it's uh, you know it's not the right thing to do, right? And quite frankly, it's not uh, it's not the way we want to we want to run our businesses or or run our lives, right? And you know I, the reason why I've joined the, the the boards or organizations I have in the city is because I believe fundamentally that um, great businesses are the cornerstones of great communities, or even. Why, you know, our, you know, our country is doing better than some other countries is because we have better businesses than, than, other, than other countries or continents or what have you. And, um, and it's always great to see that reciprocity where business, businesses and business owners see that their place within the community is a lot more than just the transaction between the customer and the business. Absolutely. You know, we all have a part to play. In this, and uh, and it's it's great to see that, and and I'm so happy that uh, that uh, that you and the the uh, 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 tri-state uh, Toyota Dealers Association are partnering up with the with the Ag Club again this year. We look forward to to many years of continued partnership. And I just wanted to thank you so much for for sitting down with us briefly and sharing some of your your wisdom. <laughs> Yeah, I'll talk to my wife about that. <laughs> and, uh, and good luck with everything, and thanks Thank again. Thank you so much. I appreciate yes, it. Indeed. Yep. Enjoyed it. Thanks. This episode was recorded at Alchemy X. On behalf of the Philly AdCast team, I'm Lisa Leonard. Thanks for listening.